0: You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com.
1: It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh, after laugh, man. (laughs) Go ahead, pull up a chair.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, are you going? (laughs) Hey guys, are you going? Yeah, we're
0: going, man. It's casual. Dude, here's where I love Welcome face. to the afterlife Go ahead. Adam Ray hey, was my to the guest. After- and he's looking after at his laugh, phone.
2: After Laugh. Here's, <laughs> first of all, love the, love the song. Do listen yeah. to the pod. You're great. Song is great. But real quick to segue into our first topic. Yes. Facebook. a, is buddy that a of, thing? A buddy of mine from Universal Studios, where I worked, posted a picture of him with a glass of milk with a real serious face. Face. I said face and faced. Okay, so he says, always (laughs) shoot first, hashtag Black's Pyre Outpost. For a behind-the-scenes look at this photo, see somebody else's handle, hashtag InstaStory. Dude, if I ever post a picture of me with a glass of milk, it better be (laughs) like some Got Milk outtakes. Yeah. Or... um, or like I'm getting ready to launch my cookie company and I'm like, this is, you know what goes great with cookies? <laughs> milk. And then while, you, while I got you here, you
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you I'm ever... so confused what that was about. What was he posting? Exactly.
2: So here's the thing. If you're going to post a picture of you with a glass of milk, what do you think needs to be, what would the post, it'd be a, some sort of a joke, right? Yeah. we're comedians. When you post something. Calm, boobies, something. Calm and boobies, dude. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I All right, know. let's get into the podcast. <laughs> That's what you call the cold open.
0: <laughs> I'm so smart that I came up with coming boobies from aren't I know, Milk, dude. The I show's
2: type. not getting any smarter than that. By
0: the way, um, I want to <laughs> quick segue into the fact that you worked
2: at Universal Studios. Sure.
0: So I think I knew that. Were you Wolverine? Is that I was,
2: a- yeah. I think probably when you met me, I was just done with that or just started it. But uh, that was 2010 uh, to 2012. No. Wolverine was 2008 to 2010, and then I was a New York cop where I walked around the park in like a fake 1940s cop Uh, outfit.
0: Around Universal Studios. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just trying to mix it up with people, doing shitty bits like blowing a whistle at John Stamos while he's walking slow and being like, you know, Boop, slow down, say you're going too fast, it's not a race. To which Stamos looked at me, acknowledged that I was an actor trying to do a bit and just goes, nice. And I was like, oh boy, Uncle Jesse just pulled the rug out from under a struggling actor at a theme Wait, park. Wait, so you
0: were up until 2012 you were doing
2: thirteen. That? Uh No, 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 11. And then I got fired because I started taking road work with Bobby Lee. My boss was like, it looks like you don't really want to be here. I was like, yeah, you're yeah. exactly <laughs> fucking right. This is a means to an end. She's like, look at look at, uh, look at at um, Shay. He wants to be here. He's number one Captain America. He's number two Falcon in the Waterworld show. Oh, yeah. And you're number three Wolverine, Adam. You know why? Because you don't want to be here. I'm like, Jenna, you're so fucking right. And guess what? Number three Wolverine, even when you say that, makes me feel bad about myself. So maybe just say Wolverine. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's when you and learned you were the number three Wolverine. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that third string Wolverine, uh, Jay Moore used to bust my balls about that, and every time he sees me, he calls me third string Wolverine. And it's like, <laughs> and it, because that's what I, because one time I told him, I was like, there were three guys on the call sheet. That, that when I got hired, there were two guys above me. yeah, And so it was like a rotational thing where it was like that one guy for a while had five days a week, and then I had three, and another guy had four. Because um, you always had two Wolverines rotating Like, 35 minutes on, 25 off. But when I told Jay I was third on the call sheet, he's like, you're third string Wolverine. (laughs) And I was like, dude, that makes it sound way worse than it is. There's got to be a
0: a TV series there. Have you you written that pilot? A friend of mine and I have
2: definitely uh, chalked up the world for an animated series. And, you know, it's funny in this business how, you know, nobody knows – what the fuck is right or wrong? Or what is – what can go and what can't and what is right and what's wrong? And literally I had one manager who I kind of pitched this to loosely go – had another client, Paul Shear at the time. He said uh, – tried to pitch a theme park show to HBO and he said it uh, didn't go because it was going to be too expensive. And I go, well, yeah, this is animated. So we can do anything. yeah. I don't know how much it's going to cost to make it because I don't know because I'm a couple years into this, <clears throat> but I feel like you can do way more, and it's not live action, so you don't have to build a theme park. And he just was – and I think probably part of him was, like, driven by I have another client trying to do an, uh, a theme park show, so why would oh. I try to get another one going? But it, all it took for me not having enough chutzpah and, and, and you know, balls to really to, – to go, oh, that's just one opinion and – and uh, You know, it's not like this guy's the gatekeeper, but it was enough to to crush it for me. Yeah. So looking back, it was like, I mean, I'm sure we've all had those things where it's one person is like, I don't know, you know, whether it's an audition or whatever. And you're or even a crowd and you're like, all right, I guess that joke didn't work because that crowd didn't like it. You have to have the the wherewithal to go. No, no, no. That's one time.
0: Yeah. There's like a learned helplessness that can happen all of a sudden. Like I went through pitches and then when they died, I'm like, never again. They don't work out. I'm Eeyore now. No. Um, now I do want to no, say you're you poo. You're Winnie the Pooh. My first, <laughs> my first exposure to you. That sounded really sexual. But my first it exposure
2: did. to you was uh, through the window of a car. This.
0: Bean. So let's let's backtrack. You went to USC or UCLA? Yep. USC, UCLA. Yeah. And you were an acting major. Yes. You had Tommy. You probably haven't seen this, but you had a. It was like a prank video you made where you won the lottery. Oh yeah. With your girlfriend. And what was really
2: cool about this— That was the girl that I actually made the uh, Universal Studios uh, cartoon uh, with. The yeah, girl we should play—we play, should play maybe the audio uh, oh, you of should. On the podcast. By sure. the way, she cried in the sketch. It was my first intro to somebody in a video that was so silly bringing it, and I was like, oh, damn. Because, like, f- for people who haven't seen it, there was a part on America's Funniest Home Videos— Uh, In the show where, you know, they'd have these Tom Bergeron would set up like, you know, uh, dad's getting hit in the nuts. And then here's a funny thing of people falling off of ladders and whatever. (laughs) And this one was fake lottery tickets, which is very evil. If you truly think about what that is, giving somebody a ticket in which they think their life is changing and then it's not. Yeah. What? And so Bergeron's like, we all know these fake lottery tickets. Blah blah blah. We all get them, and and boy, is it silly. And uh, let's take a look at a few people that you know. And then they would show on the real show people that got these tickets. They freak out, and then everyone laughs, and they quickly go, nah, it's a joke, yeah. Aunt Karen, you dumb fucking, dumb fucking, <laughs> fucking bitch. And she's like, oh, how dare you? All right, well, it's still my birthday, right? And like, yeah, I guess. And so uh, one kid in the corner, I guess it's your birthday. Um, so uh, so we chose to take the heightened sketch version of that and and uh, and have me freak out on my brother and my girlfriend your girlfriend. girlfriend call my boss and quit, basically showing what would really happen if someone thought they won the lottery. Call my boss, fuck you, Mister Parsons, you piece of shit, and then telling my girlfriend that I'm hooking up with her sister and all this shit, <laughs> and she starts like crying in the sketch. I remember doing it, being like, "Holy shit!" Like, and it made me like get lost in it a little bit more and like definitely yeah. like ramp up my, uh, you know, my my acting. And
0: it, it, it's actually really amazing because it's believable. Like, you look at it and you go, oh,
2: this guy thinks he had a real – like, you're, you're acting Yeah, because my buddy it shot it, really it, like, really great. well to where it looks like it's on a home video thing. I got stopped at the airport, no joke. I don't get recognized. Every now and then from something or a video or st- stand-up clips, factory um, stand-up clips, uh, you know, get, are seen by a lot of people. There's – you know, every now and then something, you know, not, uh, not a, a crazy amount. But somebody did stop me at the airport about a year after that video and was oh, like, dude, fucking – like fake lottery video, man, and I was like, "Oh yeah, what's up?" and and dude, I, this was like a real early stage of even any like to where I was like, "No way!" and the TSA and he's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "That's, <laughs> cra- that's crazy that shit happened, man." He's like, "You still talk to that girl?" And I was like, "And I, I go, wait, what?" And he's yeah. like, "You still talk to that girl?" And I was like, "That was a sketch, man." And I go, uh, "I go, that was a, that was not real." And he goes, "Nah, that shit was real as fuck, man." I go, "No, no, I'm telling you." Yeah, Because I did it It was not It was not real And he was yeah. like Nah dude that's fucking crazy Do you guys still kick it Or what's going on with that <laughs> So you didn't win that money Would you go back to your job And I go No man it didn't That was fake And he was like And he just didn't want to buy it oh, That's funny man No it is really good I remember I
0: remember it was one of those things I watched you And know, I was like Oh this guy's acting Fuck him he's good you know what I mean? That little Yikes, like dude. spark of jealousy, little, little YouTube. Like,
2: but it's cool. I've always wanted to tell you that it was really, it was really, it was really great. Um, Let's welcome to the podcast real yeah, quick, Justin a- Ruppel, for the first time on the After podcast. Yeah,
3: thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. it's good to be here. Great, thanks, Jay. Justin, do you, uh, do you
0: want um, do you want anything to drink? Or anything to drink? Smoke do you want a Quest cookie? Uh,
3: I'm I'm all I'm all good. I just do
2: you uh, get down on <laughs> Quest protein cookies, Justin? Uh,
3: I have not. I've never before. There's one for indulged. you right there, bro. Uh maybe we spark it. this J
2: up real quick and keep yeah, we the should good times rolling. J.
0: Now I'm I'm not I'm gonna be very light on this because I become very uh retarded after like three. After. I call this the matrix buster because when I smoke this, all of a sudden like people get revealed to me. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like truths get revealed to me. So if you're a bad person, I will know this after like three hits. Yikes. And you'll frighten okay.
2: I like how you're lighting it, though, dude. That's like a, you, you got that stage puff, too. Like, have you smoked in a uh, theatrical production? Because Do people know that you're a true stage thespian? <laughs> That's why I appreciate your your fake uh, lottery ticket gag. Because you're an actor, dude. Because I'm an actor. I love that about you, dude. We got that you going too. for us. By the way. There's um, a lot of comics turned actors. I feel like we were the other way around.
0: Yeah, so you, you were, uh, let's get to your comedy. How did comedy start for you? You were an actor, and then you came out. I was raped right by a clown when I was nine. I knew it. I knew it. That's the same old
2: story, man. <laughs> Is it? What if it was? God, that would be a real big bummer. A uh, real big bummer if that was like true intro for a lot of comedians. And everyone's like, dude, all these guys have the same clown rape bit, and they're like yeah. no that's a real thing dude yeah there's a lot of clowns in the 80s that went around trying to get kids into comedy he was raped. Right back it's like back. That's why don't they just so why don't they just show them how to do like balloon animals and give them punchlines <laughs> yeah, they were horny too um so uh all right you can cut that out but um no, no it's the best leave it in no i uh look i saw eddie murphy delirious when i was a um when i was a jewish kid that doesn't matter. When I was <laughs> in the 10th grade. The tenth and grade. I think before that, I'd seen some Sinbad videos. I oh. saw John Belushi's SNL Best Of that my dad showed me, and I was like, this is crazy. The Sinbad was probably my first taste of stand-up. Um, you, you
0: saw him live, or you saw his
2: I up? wish, dude. No, on uh, on video. But I did full circle. Then when Sinbad was coming to the Ontario Improv, and I started kind of getting to the host rotation of the Improv, I hit up uh, Katie West, and I go, Katie, my dad's living in Laughlin, Right now, working as a doctor. That's four hours away. I go, Sinbad's coming in what, a month or now, uh from, from now. I go, You gotta let me host so I can bring my dad out and like cause that's like this is what he it's showed cynical. me and he was a big Sinbad fan, and now I'm gonna come like be on the shows. And we hung and then stayed up by the way till like three AM every night, just shooting the shit. Sinbad has stories for days. Sure. And by the way, he murders. He told a story. <laughs> we told a story about Him and Martin Lawrence performing for the ambassador of Cuba and Martin Lawrence not knowing that the ambassador's wife was front row and apparently she was kind of heavy. He's just (laughs) ripping her with some fat jokes and they put a hit out on Martin and so they had to sneak him out on a boat and we're trying to kill him (laughs) and they sneak him out before Sinbad went on. Holy shit This is, is this was a throwaway story, story. and I'm like, yeah. oh boy, and it was just it turned into a a, a podcast without mics where I just I yeah. tried to just keep asking questions, and he's also friends with everybody and just seen it and done it all, and he just seems like a nice guy talking about the times and stand up where you know we didn't have phones and and all that, and and he literally you you did a gig I think it was like late 70s or early 80s, and he's like you did a gig, and then they booked you, and you just you wrote it down your counter they wrote it down, and you're like, all right. I don't have enough money for a plane, but in 8 weeks I'm going to leave Texas and go back to Florida and figure and get there somehow. Yeah. And I'll come back and I'll just be here for this gig, you know? Jesus. <clears throat> um but yeah, true beast. But so that was the first stand up I saw. Living Color was a big culprit of of all this. Yeah. And then obviously you, you get your uh individuals with like Ron Williams and Jim Carrey and mm-hmm. Sandler and um uh, Belushi, obviously Farley was a big one. Yeah. Farley probably, probably took it up a notch. It's also like the time where you start to get like I used to prank call a lot of Seattle sports radio stations. <laughs> that was like one way I was like, oh, I think I whatever. Like to me, it was just fun and silly. Yeah, but then I would, or whatever. <clears throat> oh, I would dude. At one point, I would call the 950 KJR radio station, KJR? and I called one time, okay. four times in a row in different voices, and they put me through every time. And I literally called like one time would be like, hey, well, my name's Kevin from Puyallup. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I just, like, you know, they pick up and they go, what do you want to talk about? I go, it's Kevin from And They go, what do you want to talk about, Kevin? I go, ah, just a bit, you know, and I would always come in with like a legitimate gripe so that they would just put me through. So I'm like, ah, just the pitching, it needs to get better. So I just hit my inhaler. I just the pitching, it uh, needs to get a little bit stronger. they like, ah, right, hang on. And they put me through. Now, Kevin from PR, what's going on? He's like, guys, we need to trade Ken Griffey Jr. He's just, he's like, yeah, I think we could trade him for some hot dogs and some cookies. And there's like, you're done, Kevin. They click, the hang up. And I call right back and big, uh, hi, this is Toby, uh, from North Seattle. Uh my mom uh, won't wash my jersey and I don't want to know if you guys like know how to like wash stuff because like we don't have water or soap and they're just like "All right, dude you're done like they just hang up and then every now and then I'd get on and they'd like let me stay on for a minute and I'd just kind of riff with them and this was all super late night. I'd videotape it, or I'm sorry, tape it on my uh, my first Sony on a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. And then I'd bring it on the bus the next day and play it from uh, for my buddies on the bus. And they would all just like, oh, my God. I can't. And we'd all laugh. And and, uh, and then I was like, oh, shit, that was kind of fun to keep doing that. And then I started impersonating friends and teachers. And then there was a girl named Annie Bernhard who was like the new girl in school. And she moved to uh, <clears throat> Seattle in the fourth grade. Everybody had a crush on her. She had a real big crush on my uh, skinny uh, athletic friend Evan Hatch. And didn't have a crush on me because I was a fucking fat kid, even though I was way funnier than Evan. <laughs> and
1: uh,
2: <laughs> and, uh, and so I realized I could, <clears throat> this is very real, I could mimic Annie's voice, yeah. right? And my voice hadn't hit to where it is now. But I can like, you know, just she had a real faint voice, almost a little raspy. And so I uh, would call Evan because I had his number because you get the phone <laughs> tree, you get the phone book. And I would pretend to be Annie and call him and talk to him for 20, 30 minutes oh at a time. Oh, my God. My buddy's just oh. in there laughing. Would, would be you like, record it? Too? no that seemed too diabolical <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's fuck oh, to like and then i would you know go to the school the next day and be like uh and evan's like he's bragging he's like yeah any i talked on the phone for like two hours last night or like no way what happened and i would start guessing things that i was like did this happen and he's like yeah <laughs> oh my god and then finally i told him i mean that's diabolical shit when you really think about it <laughs> fucking the fifth grade yeah oh this is fifth grade too yeah dude you were advanced man it's isn't it funny it's all for girls like i had such a crush on her and i was just like i hated (laughs) that she liked him and and dude i remember when i found out that like he had a birthday party and like did invite me and invited annie and all these other people went so it was also like double i was doubling down on my hatred for the hatch (laughs) you know and uh by the way cut two, married my high school girlfriend high school sweetheart he did. He married uh, oh yeah. Oh. So I guess fuck, he got his dude. revenge. Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> when you wow, I've never actually put that together because I think about because I did tell him one day where right? I finally it was just like of my, my buddies, Aaron Skinner, he was like, he was like, dude, you gotta tell him. You gotta tell him you can't keep fucking with him. Like he thinks he's really talking to her, and like look at him at school, he's like being way more flirtatious and friendly with her, and she's not, you know, she's also a girl in the fourth grade, so she's not completely having it. Like she's not looking for a me too, but she's she's looking for a fucking, you know, like a. You know, like, I don't know, you know, insert funny improv, but she's, you know, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's not all about, you know, everything that you're doing in yeah. the fucking fourth grade. And so, uh, and so I told him one day, Reese is like, hey, uh, so how are you talking him going with Andy? He was like, yeah, good, man. Things are great. I think we're going to, we're going to skate next week at the skating party. I was like, that's fucking crazy, dude. I remember when I asked Ellen Brolight and she fucking like stuck her tongue out of me and I asked her outside the bathroom. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But um, so, <laughs> I got to tell you something, man. He's like, what? I'm like, have all the talks with anything been going great? And I kind of oh, do a voice. Did the voice. Oh, yeah. And he just goes, what? Dude, I'll never forget his face. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Just pale white. And he was like, what's, he goes, what, what was that? <laughs> what was that? He knew what it was, but he was so just shell-shocked. He's yeah. like, why did you do that? And I was like. I' have been fucking with you, man. I mean, I didn't say that cool. I was just I didn't say that cool I've been fucking with you, dog. <laughs> Yo, I've been to Bernhard. No, I was like, uh, her name was Andy Bernhard. I said, uh, I said it's been me, man. And he was just like walked away, was like just like out of his uh, out of his element and uh, and I felt bad. So again, to your point, <laughs> sounds like to it. your point a few minutes ago, cut to marries uh, my my uh, high school girlfriend. so like and they' and by they're, the way, he called me. And they're married still, yeah, with a couple kids. Married with a couple kids. He's also bald, so like he I guess things came back around. What's that? He called you recently. Uh, no. Justin's laughing when I say he's bald, so things come back around. Because that <laughs> for sure. I'll, I got to be honest, dude. We all. By the way, let's just take a moment to acknowledge the hair in this on this patio right now. Yeah, <laughs> you got four gentlemen with a head of hair. Yeah, who when we were born. Things, there was not, they didn't have to be like, should we take some of the pubes and put them on the head? Like, this kid's got nothing up there. Yeah. By the way, no doctor would ever suggest that. But if they did, you'd be a little curious to be like, how much are we paying this guy? Because he's funny, and I think he was joking about the pubes on the head thing. But if he does do that, maybe that's like revolutionary. If if you think about it, like, you don't need your pubes anymore. Are we talking about a
1: baby's (laughs) pubes right (laughs) now?
2: Great point. Yeah. And that need to be said. Should we take this baby's pubes and, you know, move them up? So funny. Is that this, me or the doctor? This baby's got a that full bush. Yeah, this, yeah, this baby has impression a impression f- of you as, yeah. a, as, as the, the doctor. As the doctor. Yeah. But, yeah. And then somebody in the back is just like, yo, doc, can we just all – talk about the elephant in the room this baby's got a full set of pubes <laughs> what happened in that placenta and he's like dude i i fucking i wish yeah. i knew and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, not so you're, you're not supposed to take Rogaine while you're pregnant
1: activities what's that not supposed to take rogue game while you're pregnant it's a woman taking <laughs> oh <Rogaine>. my
2: god <laughs> that's a great <laughs> so me by the way
1: um oh, you, you said adam right i didn't know that oh thanks guys I do you on stage, by the way. Do you really? It's my only impression. No, you don't. Yeah, it's
2: most of my act. You gotta do somebody
0: famous. I though. do all your
1: bits. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I love that Dude, about wait you. Wait, wait, I love Let that. Let me see. U C
2: B. Let me see you do an Adam Rain impersonation. He just did it. I just did it.
1: I can't do it again. How about a bit?
2: You know when my buddy Sandy Danto <laughs> used to do an impression on me and he would just do like my very like my first bit that I would like. You know that first bit you have where it's like you know, whether it's a five minute set, a three minute set, what is or your first a twenty bit? minute set? Well the first the first bit that I remember doing was a bit about, I did Giggles Comedy Club in Seattle. They just uh, turned into Jiggles for a minute, the strip club, then back to Giggles. <laughs> now it's laughs Comedy <laughs> Spot. But it uh, was where I would do open mics. Um, I did one before I moved down here, and then when i go home for the holidays, I could get 15 to 20 friends to come out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do two. I would do one on, I think it was Sundays, and when? Sundays and, Sundays and Thursday? And Thursday night. Yeah. And what year is this? This is like... Two 2001. Days. Oh, two thousand one, two thousand seven. But see, here's here's why I say I started in two thousand seven because two thousand one I did. in that year, uh, let's see, in December when I go back, two open mics. Yeah, and then when I would go back in that summer, another two open mics. Yeah, four open mics over a year. That's not doing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Two thousand. So and that happened for uh, two thousand one. Then not in two thousand two or two thousand three. And then 2004, I studied abroad in London uh, from college and did like four bar shows, right? Yeah. So now we're talking, what, 12 times? Yeah. And then not again until 2007. So starting 2007, you know, you don't count uh, 12 times over four years. You wouldn't yeah. add that up and go, I've been doing it this long. I don't it's know. It's interesting though. 2007 is when I started when I go, oh, I'll drive to Santa Barbara to do eight minutes before a guest spot. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Because <laughs> I want stage time and I – I want to get out of here, and I want to do a show that's not a mic. So when you when
0: you started and you were doing like just a couple of bar shows, were you kind of did you not look at it as as your your thing, your passion? Were you kind of not that into it, or what was the reason that kept you from being
2: OCD about it? Like a lot of people, were like
0: after I did my first show, that was it. I was
2: bitter. yeah, no, I knew I, I actually did know, and it was scary. Yep, and and I would find reasons to not do it, and then mm. I would do. Uh, I was doing a lot of sketch and improv too. So when I started and even in 07, I was doing, you know, a bunch of open mics and then some shows at the Haha ha and, uh, But classes at uh, Groundlings for a little bit and then UCB. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just keep my foot in both pools. And I was doing all these improv rehearsals and trying to get a sketch group going and then trying to do the mics. And it was just a lot. And I was just not sleeping. I was so tired. And I was just like, I was like, man, going back and forth is like. And every time I'd be at the stand-up and then I would leave to maybe go hang out on an improv thing. And I was like, I got to be. I gotta do. It's it's gotta be one or the other. What made you choose stand up over improv? Oh, not relying on anybody but you. It seemed way more challenging. Not that improv is not, and the people, and even in the classes and shows we did, whatever. Like there is a skill to that, and an art form, and a listening uh, ability, and it's great in its own right. But and again, it's like you know, I don't like to make a blanket statement like this is better than this, this is more challenging than this. But for me, uh, stand up just felt more challenging, and I was more afraid of it yeah improv i just was like oh you're yeah, going on with other people yeah. And yeah like and and i've developed a rapport with these people so i feel real comfortable so yeah it is fun but i don't feel i don't feel scared because i was yeah. just like even if i fuck up something and say whatever i got someone right there to get me yeah. if you got a cool group which i feel like i did you know so so stand up felt more challenging and uh and only relying on you for your rehearsals, with your mics. And I felt like it was like the drop of a hat. I could be at a friend's birthday party. I didn't want to be at and get a call being like, do you want to go do this show? Or yeah. can you fill in here? Or, or hey, there's this new mic here. Like, and I was like, oh, fucking, I'm, I'm out. So I always knew because of that too that I yeah. was starting to make it a priority. But I, I was still scared of what I knew that it took, you know what I'm saying? Which uh-huh. was being at clubs all the time and just really giving yourself over to it. I was dating a girl at the time and I just wanted to still do that and uh and so once her and i broke up she fucked the camera guy in reno yada 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 yada, (laughs) the next pixar movie but uh so um (laughs) and i've said this before but i made a video of that whole situation i wrote a song about it called reno cheater and then my buddy animated it and it's on youtube look it up it's a catchy ass song that guy who (laughs) fucked my ex jeff what up jeff if you're listening (laughs) um i use his real name in the fucking cartoon of the song and uh People that I got to know who work at the station through my ex hit me up later being like, Yo, long time, I haven't talked to you. Hope all's good. I blah blah blah. Jeff, who you met, who fucking I found this video, a friend sent it to me. He still works here. He saw it. He thinks the video's hilarious. It's like you should know. And I'm like, Of course he does. It's all about him fucking my ex.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: And uh but that was crazy to me. But so so once we split, because obviously that was a deal breaker. Yeah, um, it was tough to take though, because like I don't know if you've gotten cheated on, but you definitely start asking questions that you don't want to know the answers to. Like what? Oh, I dude, I was just like, she told me she we, we were gonna drive to San Fran from Reno for Thanksgiving to be in her with her family, <clears throat> and I sit down and and we and we were in a room and we we're gonna hang out for an hour and then drive up to San Fran. She, all of a sudden, she just sits down on the bed and pulls out a piece of paper and just starts crying, and I just go, "You've been working on some short stories." I go, why are you getting so emotional? Like, and she just goes, I, 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 I have to tell you something. And I was like, Oh God! What do you have to? What do you have to? T- what? What is? What? Why? She's like, So you know that things have been kind of rocky, and I was just like, Uh-oh. Yeah. And she's like, And I, of hang out with Jeff and met, and I was like, And well, what? What? And I just went straight to it. I go, Did he fuck you? <laughs> and she goes, And I was like, Okay. Style. and then I was like oh yeah, yeah. and then I was like uh,
3: did you suck his dick
1: and she was like oh my god
2: <laughs> I was like what did it taste like and she goes why
3: would you ask me that and I was like
2: I don't know I'm having a tough time processing this information <laughs> what did and it then, taste yeah. like yeah and then uh, and then and then and then I was like did you let him finish in you and she was no why Why? no of course oh not god. what do you mean of course not like that's a dumb question that I just asked <laughs> Yeah. and hey, so can you pull out, come in my face, please? Jesus. I know, I know, I have, what, a, you, boyfriend. An yeah, I yeah. have a boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> Come on my face. Can you come on my face? So, <laughs> so, cause, dude, it's a, it was a it's raw, a reaction, emotional. Yeah. I said it like I haven't done it. By the way, like, ask those questions. Yeah, every time yeah. do that. They I, I maybe I don't know. I mean, it just is so. You're, you're. What I knew was I can't leave, cause I'm in Reno, mm-hmm. and where do I go? You know, jump into the Chucky River and drown myself. Yeah, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, plug that in. Plug and that so, in. Um, and so, uh, so that was the end of that, dude. But we, um, anyway, that happened. We broke up. And then I go, and now I'm full into comedy. Now I got no reason to, Nothing. nothing's holding me back. Yeah, at the clubs every night now. And I got it. Now I have nothing to like, rush home to maybe call or, or whatever it was.
0: Or go to dinner. Yeah. See
2: a movie together. And yeah. now it was, uh, which is all fine, but I didn't, I wanted a reason to not uh yeah have to make an excuse and so then I was all in and, and haven't uh, haven't turned back ever since. I haven't quick outside
3: perspective well, hold, hold, hold. quick
1: outside outside perspective. He does
3: the he does the taglines. Get 0% oh, and, and zero percent financing and zero money down on your own. Uh, roll okay Honnabilia. we are we took a, a brief hiatus uh to uh bring in so, Justin's
0: microphone. Thank
3: you. You can hear his dull
0: set tones now.
3: <laughs> well here's a it's a funny insight to Adam because when I started was two thousand 6, 7. And at the same club that he was talking about, he got his start. Giggles, yeah. Giggles, giggles. then Jiggles
1: and Giggles. And, and, yes. and
3: yeah, same stage by the way. That's and hilarious. same sadness. <laughs> same, exactly. You know what? We probably had more. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was more sadness at Giggles than you know, there was th- at Jiggles. There, there's, yeah. there's, more there's, money being made by the Jiggles. The strip <laughs> yeah. club
0: to comedy club thing has happened a lot. It was at the Times Square right. Laugh Factory. Did you ever do the Times Square Laugh Factory? No, yet? and Those I wish kind of but I,
2: I was out there with, uh, uh, aforementioned uh, Reno cheater in New York doing open mics uh, and I would walk by all the time and, and would just, again, like fantasize being like, God, I, fucking, I know I, I should go in there and try to, but it's such a scary thing to even like oh, go yeah. into a comedy club by yourself and you're like, I want to, like in your head, you're like, I want to tell him that I like comedy and that I wanna I'm thinking about doing it. Maybe oh. that'll maybe they'll let me they'll in. Like,
3: really? Oh. Get up on that stage. Yeah, <laughs> I dude you're that delusional, man. <laughs> you right? Have to be. When you, you have don't know. Do it. Yeah. Well when he would uh, when Adam would come back home for the holidays, we <laughs> I was part of that little group that would beg for stage time on the open mics. And if you if you gave enough game to the owner, Terry, he would eventually put you up. Yeah. But Adam would come in on the holidays and literally just crush. Yeah. And we you'd sit back, it was I a mean, group of suck like open mics.
2: So crushing for your friends.
3: <laughs> hey, but that's that's it a hard. Doesn't crowd. Matter. So like back then we would sit and, and talk about all right, well, how do how do we go about this whole thing? And Adam had already been the only one who'd been to LA and done it successfully in our heads. Yeah. And wait, so you're maybe talking like three, four years when I met you. Yeah, you right? already been. You had already said 2000. I met you in 2007, 2008 before I had won the giggles. Yeah, okay. Competition. Ooh, oh, shut up. Bragging. Well, yeah, after, after dude, he and Adam, gonna make Adam, this podcast about he, your accomplishments. He, Adam, dude. Adam and Jeff, we get it, You travel, and Adam, Jeff, and Fahim <clears throat> and left. So, everybody so who you who, were? Uh, Fahim
2: and what came up with you, and who else? Jeff? I, who? No, Fahim's. Uh, maybe five. I think Fahim just said 17 years. I'm 12, so he was. He'd been doing it. Oh wow. And so when I yeah he. He to me was like doing it, like, yeah, um, and uh, but I, I mean, I, so I didn't come up with anybody there. I mean, these are the people that were doing it yeah. around that time um, from the Seattle circuit, from the Seattle thing. circuit. But I guess yeah. it, you know, then as it goes on, people. But he built up a legend, because or a b- you legend. don't, you don't, because he was
0: he would come and go and just murder and well, then that's leave. What I'm hilarious yeah, like just some right. like gunslinger he doesn't know not this at all the because case he wasn't part dude, of fuck these your girlfriends and fuck gone. yeah fuck your mom's girlfriend <laughs> it
3: would basically
2: your mom basically. You fuck your mom's girlfriend dude that <laughs> is so that sounds like a mcconaughey line or like uh like who says that in a movie let's find the movie let's find the actor <laughs> and then the scene your mom, like girl. i'm gonna like is it is who it a threat as he coming? walks out like i'll see you pussies later yo and darnell <laughs> I'm going to fuck your mom's girlfriend next week Like the mom's gay Or is that like a saying Because yeah. that is a Dude, true it's, it's power slang okay. If your mom's you, a lesbian just, It's a invented, line for sure You just invented a catchphrase that has yet to exist Or Because or, if your mom is a true lesbian exists, And it. her one, girlfriend your is gay. like your, One your mom's gay Two I broke her heart Whoa <laughs> yeah. And you fucked her her girlfriend like she made that choice and let's say she was also straight and married before that and then divorced (laughs) and then became gay and then falls in love after like years of not finding any sort of companionship and her son is like (laughs) off doing his thing but loses his job and moves back home Mm -hmm. and the mom's like well you can come in with me and uh, Susan because we're real happy and I don't think the cats would mind and, uh, and I just feel like our energy's good for you Come back and just be with us. And dip, but you won't be in the way. But if you are in the way, guess what? You're here. You're and family. we're here and your family. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Three months in, she gets busy with work. She starts traveling a little bit, comes back. She comes in, we're snuggling on the couch, watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. She goes, This is my this is the best one. Guys, she comes from the back, and the couch you can't see, you just see the TV. Yeah, because the couch is so tall that you can't see that there's bodies because we're stretched out. Yeah, 69 and on. The You're couch. saying during Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, yeah, so you've seen Raiders uh, of the Lost It's this 1996. Point. We're doing everything yeah, on that couch. It's
0: just like background music at that point. <laughs> that
2: couch is basically just he knows
3: what parts to make the moves on, dude. Then. I yeah. know
2: where the recliner is and the cup holder,
0: and
3: bad I ain't dates. going
2: in that order. What's that? After he says bad date, she starts eating box. Yep.
1: This ain't my first time in your mom's house, okay? Hilarious. This ain't my I first found my sixty-nine. Way well. I have
2: thirty-nine. I'm eighteen. Yeah. So pick a number. Pick a number. What is this, Baskin Robbins? Good night, everybody. So, uh, so you're sixty-nine and your mom's girlfriend on the couch, and then she goes, "Guys," and then you pop up, and then you just hear. And do, 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 do. a slow zoom on mom's face. I don't want to wait <laughs> for our
0: lives to be over.
2: So what's the movie called? I don't know. But what? how does it even start? <laughs> don't laugh. Give me a title. Wait. I, I wanna... got to sell this tomorrow. I got to pitch me at oh, 7 a.m. to Hollywood, <laughs> best man. best mom's girl. Your best your mom's girl. Your best mom's friend. girl. Or. It's called
0: Darnell. Girlfriend. Darnell. Your best friend's
2: mom's girlfriend.
1: It's called I Know uh, What You Did Last it can't Night. Be,
2: oh, dude, all these are joke the titles. What about a real title? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get serious. Yeah. For a yeah. Can
2: we talk about this <laughs> being a real thing or not? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Wait, by next the way. Next question.
0: The next question is this. It is a bit. You, we never got to your first Wait, bit. Wait, what? Your oh, yeah. First oh, oh first ball. bit. Yeah, yeah, So,
2: uh <laughs> was at this gym and uh, just fucking pumping iron. and And I remember walking in. It was my first taste of like dick hilarious no, well seeing it <laughs> old men that were comfy to be buck naked yeah. in the locker room and walking in and being like like i just look high school kids there was a kid named morgan nielsen in my high school famously shit on his driveway got grounded for a month <laughs> he, he did something called fp flaming pubes at basketball camp he was 64 240 he used to tackle kids buck naked in the shower looking back like whoa nowadays you're like <laughs> hilarious but um He uh, at basketball camp would uh, spray uh, uh, hairspray on his pubes and then light him on fire, and it would go like this in a big flame, and we would all just die laughing. His name was Morgan. I would
0: die laughing if I saw that, dude.
2: I literally cried laughing watching that. Which I'm like, what does that mean? No, dude, you got to take yourself back. On paper, not funny at all. No, it's hilarious. We're adults. We're adults. Back in the day, and he's and he's he's a big dude, and he's just like a Farley type guy. You know what I'm saying? And also a great (laughs) athlete. So it's crazy. How would he put himself out? Just hit it really hard. By uh, the way, by the way, and other teams, other teams, it got so popular. Other teams would come down. We would go up and be like, yo, flaming people. Here's a family. great way. And they'd come <laughs> down. And when we packed the room with time With like four teams, and people were all. It was so funny, dude. It's an intimidation, <laughs> and it made me so happy. I go, life can be so great. Like, look how many people. A lot of us didn't know each other. We're all down there for this camp, and like after that, like guys are hanging out, cho and guys are so easy and dumb and feeble minded to where it was like we bonded over a fucking dude lighting this pupils on fire. Because afterwards, we'd all like, holy shit. How funny was that. Oh man, what time is you guys' game tomorrow? Oh shit! Yeah. And you guys, no, are you playing Camac? <laughs> but yeah, but, but and all of a sudden, you're like you fucking, you're making buddies with people, and you're just like, dude, overflaming over pubes, pubes. By the Anderson way, so Morgan, yeah, yeah, that'd be a, this is that segue. was your first bit? No, so I yep. would see him <laughs> tackle kids naked in the shower or whatever. All right, do back on track. First bit, I'm in the gym working out. I'm I will come in after and I was just like, all right, old guys get naked. That's the thing. They're just like, they don't care. They're just like, hey, this is me. I've been hiding there for 72 years. It's time to be me. And uh, <laughs> they wouldn't say that. That would have been weird. And I'm just like, all right, man, it's cool. I'm just gonna again. I'm gonna grab a Q-tip and then I'm all, I'm out. But you know, nobody was questioning the nudity. And so uh, the joke was, I see, would see this all the time and be like weirded out. But then my workouts would be killer. So then I started to think that like maybe I need to see it. But maybe that's the I'm superstitious. Maybe I'm like, dude, it's not the protein powder. It's these old man dick and balls that I keep seeing, 20 minutes before I hit the hit the gym, and I have these great workouts. I like I'm always beating my best. So I was like, I'm am starting to think I need to see this. So now I'm going in and being like, yo, Stan, um, can you? St- turn a little bit like that and i'd be like yeah you know, there we go and i'd go out and just be like another record you know so stupid
3: <laughs> see that's why he's good in that early if that's his first <laughs> bit, I'm sorry no. that, yeah.
0: that's, but can I, can I that's, say what's cool about that that's, bit
3: he's like yo do you mind if <laughs> I do that trope <laughs> that the, the, the,
0: you know naked man in the gym is a trope that people may be a little hacky, right. but that's completely different oh when Look it's like your that. first thing completely, completely different perspective yeah
3: but hold on a second as you said it I was like is he gonna go to the traditional trope and he didn't no he exactly what's the it? traditional, a, trope. Well, traditional trope like, oh, just put it away man
0: it's gross they put it in their socks their shirt and their watch and still out like what's going
3: on you dangling the mic but if your turn but you
0: did a different thing was like the naked people. Old man, that gives
1: me superpowers. Motivated if your superpowers. If yeah. your turn
3: was, it's my creatine. It's great
2: I don't need to take. I don't need to buy the powder no, anymore. See, but that I just need one good set of eyes. <laughs>
3: when you see somebody, I don't need kratom. I need turn. Yes,
1: hilarious. Yes, make the
2: sticker perfect. or the shirt. I'll yeah. buy it. But yeah, so I would do that, and um, and then uh, and then once <laughs> I got here and, and uh, broke up with the Reno cheater, it was game on. You know.
0: Yeah, it was just every day. What was it? What was the first club that you just spent
2: like? like the store line up for the open mics out here a bunch Jamie told me uh, I got feedback mic. from once yeah, you do the open mic and then you get feedback so I was real big on that the store I worked at and that's got a special place in my heart and uh they, but they all do what was They're your fir- first break into like one of the big clubs what was the thing where you finally F- well the factory was the first one I performed at and um and a buddy of mine, actually from USC, was uh, in the broadcast journalism uh, school, and now works for the Dodgers. And he was doing a news story on the factory, and he was like, "Hey, I know you kind of like stand up, like, and you're, you know, and it was actor, and I was like, you know, funny guy in the fraternity or whatever." And he was like you should come up with me and go. I get to go to the factory and film this piece and I was like that'd be amazing so we went up and nobody's there and I'm walking around like just all this and I went on stage at one point because nobody was there he just got let in by somebody that was like yeah fucking film your story here you know yeah, whatever yeah. and so uh, he was up at the top in the uh, balcony trying to get a shot just of, like a, of like an establishing shot of the stage from the second level and I was down there and I'd taken the mic out and I started like pretending to do stand up and he fucking like was taping it so he sent to me like man it's probably like I don't know seven months ago and I was like, that's so crazy, because first stage I ever went on out here, and then first open mic I lined up for, and then Jamie was like, you know, I was doing jokes about being a fat kid, and one of my jokes was like, it wasn't all that, I was the first one in the fifth grade to get a set of tits, you know? And uh, <laughs> it didn't have to pay for a bra, because nobody expected me to wear one, you know? And I would charge my friends five bucks to fill me up, you know? Kit Kats ain't cheap. And uh, and so I get up there, and, and Jamie was like, buddy, buddy, you know, dude, you're up there you're comfy on stage, but all your audio jokes, you'll fight. Hey, look at me with my fat fuck tits. Fuck my, come fuck my tits for candy bars. You just can't be. And I'm like, I never said that. You're, bad. he By literally way, like paraphrased what, I, yeah. Yeah. paraphrased what I said and made it a different bit. And I was like, <laughs> I just said how I was fat and I had, I said, you know, and he's like, you're, no, your buddy, you're up there going, hey, come fuck my tits at recess. <laughs> I'm like, <"No." laughs> he literally was adding, he's like, I'll give you a chocolate for your butt. Like, it's just all, it's trades, it's trade jokes. I'm just like, I'm sorry, it's, I didn't know any better. So was like, "Yeah, I f- I'll stop. I'll stop doing comedy." Wait, what? Did you, wait, what's the note? You know? <laughs> and then he's like, "Come back in eight months and do it without the fuck shit tits stuff." And I was like, "All right." And then uh, and I did come, you know, come back, uh, but did other you know stuff. And then yeah. um, and then uh, anyway, so to do that there, and then have that moment, and then finally I met Jay Davis when I was working at a casting office, and he came in and I got to run the camera. I got, you know, was so there so long, they would let me run, you know, sessions for stuff. And Jay yeah. comes in, rings me. And then he was like, and I was like, oh man, I see you at the shows. I've tried to go left. I know you're there. And tour guys and all that. He's like, anytime you want, oh my God, hey brother, anytime you want to go to a show. Anytime you, just, just hit me up. And I was like, all right. So I texted him, I came down and it was packed. And fucking, it was a huge, you know, Dane was just owning <laughs> the strip. And, and, uh, and I was out there, and was, like texting him. I was like, ah, fuck it. It's so packed and whatever. And I'm starting to leave, and he goes, Adam Ray. And I was like, ah. He goes, come on. Ah. And walks me through and walks me in and just sits down and goes, sit in this booth here and, w- and watch a show. Watch a show. It's just unreal. Cut to two months later. He's like, do you want to do a five-minute cold opening spot and bring me up? So I do that on a Saturday night weekend show, and I'm again like packed. fucking two years in or whatever and just do five minutes and did some joke about being um, like, I go, uh, I got to stop smoking weed. I'm not good at hiding it. I was at the mall, and, and the uh, – uh, this cop stopped me. He was like, "Hey, son, you want to tell me why your eyes are so heavy?" I was like, "Oh yeah, man. I was uh, swimming in a pool uh, without goggles, uh, and I smoked some pot. So that's <laughs> probably what's well, probably what's got something to do with that." And I, you know, get a good laugh, and, and my girlfriend at the time taped it, and, uh, and I was like, "Oh shit, fucking the life. It was crazy." And then I just started turning it up a notch and hang, and just really, you know, got a little taste of something. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was a little taste and a little. And just all the ideas of like going there with my buddy for the story, and then like the open mic, and then that, and then I was like, now I kind of have an end to be there and try to go to more shows when Jay's there to just to be around because he clearly has welcomed me in a little bit here, and uh, and then to just get on the shows, and then going by myself just to see you know Dane, and and then um, being on shows with Dane, and like being not only was one of the early guys I got real into with comedy, but really uh, got to see live and got to see the come up and see nobody even to I, this day I, I, I feel like i've held a held a crowd in the palm of their hand I, like that i
0: feel like what what people forget with the whole like dane cook aftermath and what, what people don't know
2: not to be confused with the after laugh after the name of this podcast after, is well, that
0: like people don't and like maybe you don't know cuz you were around Tommy, but like people forget for the shadow, like dude. dane was the biggest fucking yeah. beast can't Ever. sleep on that. Well, he, and it was I crazy, mean, and to
2: see it live like this much in a that's club what I mean. like that—that's what I
0: mean. People would people <clears> who <were throat> like would judge him in the uh, Comedy Central, whatever. They did, would. I'm like, watch him in Laugh Factory in like 2004. Yeah, you can't argue and it was that. Fucking well, he and crazy. A,
3: he had a way of doing comedy that is still the way that people emulate now. Like you can see a before and after Dane Cook. Yeah, I like, agree. And for example, Dane, and and I can actually show it because you can see it in the younger comics because they grew sure. up watching like I did like I caught I was a little older but the young people of 14 15 who grew up on him started writing like that which is to start telling a story and be extremely descriptive along the story and exaggerate so much on the story description that it becomes an enlightened point of that story yeah like so if I'm doing an impression of like if if he's going to uh I was going to the bar. Uh I was going to the bar. I got a lift, a lift, an oob lift. He would combine words, and you're like, how is that happening? Yeah. And and then he would draw, and he'd say, he would just say every part of the car that weren't a setup to a punch. Yeah. It was, everything was a punchline. Yeah. he was writing a new way of doing it.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Wow, I've never (laughs) thought
3: of it that way. Crazy
2: Crazy to see also somebody take comedy to a different, like, level as far as like the the rock star element of it and to you know it just made I feel like it uh it made it fun you know like I I feel like what I was like watching and seeing at the clubs too at that time I was like oh it seems it was a good time to see it and get like that bug for it when you're starting to get like interest I was like oh it's see him and Joe Coy and and uh you know Aries Spears a lot and then um so anyway so that
0: may yeah oh yeah, yeah
2: dude and, uh, and so to be tied in with that club and then see that and then be on shows uh, with them and then, like, you know, f- first time you see yourself on the marquee, which is which is always cool. Yeah. But after all that, like, that's when I, you know, and it, I think it's so easy that everybody does it. Like, whatever level you're at, you're always thinking of, like, what's next and what else I got to do and what's yeah. out there. And so to really take a second to <clears throat> think about any sort of the progress you've made or, or the path that it took is... We just all do it so uh, too often to just, like, overlook any of that, like, that grow like the look what you did like to go from there to there and, and I had this moment like maybe like a, a couple years ago when I was telling a buddy who was visiting down here and he was like asking the same question that you just don't think about too how how often are we like what club really means the most like what's my been my journey you never think because you're just in that grind so you're just going yeah, from here yeah. to here not making any time to fill in uh, some silence with like some some extra shit and so uh to think about. And so when he asked me that, like you just did, it made me think. And then I kind of went through and genuinely was telling him what I've just told you. And, and it was like, oh, and he was like, that's fucking cool. And I was like, yeah, it is cool, I get, it. you know, like, but I just never. Of course. And we all have our own version of that, whatever it is that you. You know, if you're committed to this, you know yeah. you've just grown. And, and and then every time you look at like how you've grown, you maybe assess being like, well, I want to be here, so I went there, so I really feel like I did half of that because I want to be, you know what I'm saying, and just overly do ever, analyze. Do you
3: ever ask yourself <clears throat> this question? And maybe you, I, I'm asking you this question now.
2: Um, Crystal Clear Pepsi or Surge? Absolutely. Which beverage did you uh, think? still Sur- around? Sur- how Surge, dare you?
3: Dude, it had guarana. Oh, you okay. know, what um, is that? You remember Garana No. That extra thing that they would tout, just, uh, tout as part of Surge? Like, it's got Garana It was you're like, like what that is it? was They're a like, selling point? <laughs> yeah.
0: It was Brazilian, that was no way so that it had to good. be It effective. had to be good.
2: It there was, was good. a group of people, real quick, that came to my middle school, Kellogg, in seventh grade, and they were like, sponsored. Like, the way you would Spice see people, people walking around with like Red Bull, yep. where they'd be like, you know, <laughs> like a party, like a hot girl with like, who wants wings? And you're like, wait, what? Cause Red Bull, I, yeah, I got it. And then you take the Red Bull and you drink it. They had these kids at our school giving out free surge, and they were pushing <laughs> this drink. And guess what was in it, dude? Gasoline. What, Mister Pib? Come. It was just what? like That's the, what you assume. Is come. Good. No, dude. It just <laughs> tasted awful. And I only know that from the gasoline part. Uh It was a beverage that. You didn't want, but they push on you. No, Pib has got to be in there. Oh, Serge, they push on you. And I yeah, take yeah. back the Pib yeah part <laughs> <laughs> by the way imagine being at a party and you're like dude mr Pip," and they go do i love brad pitt and you go no no mr Pip," <laughs> and you have to correct them when they're like entering the conversation be like dude are we gotta talk about how great and underrated brad pitt is and you're like no we're actually talking about mr Pip versus
0: dr way, pepper <laughs> what He's is the, the flavor pep. because Pip dr pepper Peb. is a flavor of like gum it's a flavor but there's, whoa, no whoa, mr. Pip whoa. Flavor. there's
2: dr pepper gum
0: there's like dr pepper like uh kombucha and shit you know uh, what I mean? Dude, like, next thing you're Dr. Flavor, me. Dr.
1: Pepper together. is a flavor, but is Mr. Pibb a flavor? I what think what's stupid Mr. about Pibb? it is like, instead of taking pepper and being like, oh, they're using the word pep. They could have gone like Mr. Light or Mr. Bubble, you know what I mean? But they just took the sound. (laughs) No, I
3: don't. They just took the sound. But I want to know so bad. And
2: went to Pip. Mr. Bubble. Where's that uh, character? And how do (laughs) I buy it? How do I buy? Is that the is that the shampoo bottle that talks to you? Hey, I'm Mr. Bubble. You guys (laughs) trying to get clean? But also like a little bit of Mr.
3: Bubbles was a
2: a uh, a, uh, all right. Yeah, Mr. Bubbles was not Mr. Bubble. There's uh, a Mr. fine B- difference between Barney and Barney's. You know what I'm
1: saying? Who <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow! Please, that was if profound, something man. happens to me tomorrow, please isolate that audio and just send it to everybody I know. We'll know it was Mr. Because Bubble. they'll go, dude. He was having a great time. <laughs> he said, "There's Barney and there's Barney's." Which is so true. One's a purple dinosaur. one's a men's clothing shop. <laughs> Thank you, and if they don't know that, you put that below the placard, <laughs> so that the joke is clear. I don't want anyone at the funeral going, "What did that even?" Oh shit! There's a band- oh, dinosaur God and there's he... a men's. Right, it's That's Eagor. pretty funny. It's probably good. He's dead. So What's here's, that?
1: here's what I was going to ask you: <laughs> is explaining jokes in your eulogy?
2: I want that from all the family. No, but you, do you get it?
1: You knew you wanted yes. to do
3: comedy early, right? Probably. Uh, <laughs> you were doing it in you know high school. You're doing tapes for your. Your friends on the bus, essentially. Yeah, but you know, if you want to be a stand-up or a comedic actor, a a comedian, just the word "comedian" can be general now. You know, to mean you know a lot of things. But if you went back at that and could talk to fourteen-year-old Adam right now and just rattle off a few of your credits and be like, "Hey, uh, real quickly, you're going to be in." It's okay. You're gonna be in Ghostbusters. Wait, little Adam,
0: you want a lottery ticket? And Adam's gonna be like, what?
3: "Adam's gonna be like, I'm sorry, what?" You're like, "No, you're gonna be. You're not just gonna be in Ghostbusters. You're gonna be two people. Well, one ghost and a person simultaneously. In the same. Like you're struggling you get to like struggling, it to... Adam. No. Do you ever think about talking to yourself? No, I like, don't. When because you should. Because that's a but that's a what, fucking that's awesome an answer. To yeah. this. I don't
2: know. I think talking at fourteen year. I don't think I'd be career concerned yet at 14. I think I'd be like, look, I'm starting to really look at boobs a lot. What's the next move? You know, is it trying to see one? Is it trying to just take a bra off and then just go, those are great, and then leave and, you know, be a good guy? Mm -hmm. Or do you ask a friend about it? Do you try to wrangle some magazines, you know? Um, So I tell him like, yo, dude, just wait it out because in about 10 years, there's on your computer, dude, you're going to be able <laughs> to just. Yeah. Imagine just what, what are you thinking about right now? Tits. Right. Yeah. Imagine thinking that onto a screen. Guess what, dude? The world is your oyster. Yeah. .com. Has the craziest porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd probably give a heads up there. I don't know, man. At 14 <laughs> I was so... By the way, that'd be a genius
0: scene. He goes, talk to your younger self. And you go back and you just talk about porn. <laughs> You're
3: just like, dude, don't worry. Yo, You're like a 12-year-old kid. She 14- didn't say yes to the, to the dance, what but someday... Oh,
2: at 14... I got dumped by a girl named Erin Domingo, who's now married to a kid with three kids, my buddy Ben. And, um, a kid with three kids. And so, uh, maybe four kids. So sitcom for you? Um, ben with my buddy Ben. A kid with
1: three kids. A kid with three kids.
2: <laughs> Don't forget that. Or Barney, there's difference between Barney and Barney. <laughs> Barney, yo, that's so profound. Wait, do we need? It's
0: like
1: gonna be in the episode description, just quotations.
2: <laughs> a kid with three kids is like follows Home Improvement in a perfect world, <laughs> yeah. and a perfect world follows Home Improvement. So they're like, we got a lineup problem. Tim Allen's
1: also in it. Wait, as one wait, wait, of Tim okay. Allen's
2: like, I'm in a perfect. What is it? A perfect problem? What'd I say? That's a Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> a
1: perfect problem.
2: A perfect problem. The perfect problem. problem was a Harrison Ford movie. That sounds like, like it. Terrible <laughs> fucking he goes, movie. "Where's my son?" And they go. Uh, it's quite the problem, isn't it? Harrison. Cut. I'm sorry, what's his name? Jack. The perfect Jack problem. Beaver. Really? That got approved?
1: Yeah. Keep rolling. I'm loving this.
2: I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Are, Are you loving it?
0: I do want to talk about how you got connected with paul Paul Fig. Fig. Fig ball fig yeah because uh, that's obviously a, a huge turning point in your life that you got that cool. cast in the heat
2: right that helped yeah it was cool for the time I mean that's a big you know to get a <laughs> it was studio cool feature. to get a little bit of a bump and did you, did uh, it like change like opportunities nothing for you? changed no we I mean, more auditions more uh in more rooms and meet more people and a little bit of a confidence booster but I remember Bobby Lee when I went out to film was like Dude, keep it grounded because when you come back, you still get your shitty ass spots here. And I was like, fucking, <laughs> yeah. And then I, because I was starting to kind of feel like, oh, oh, man. I'm going to be. And I uh, kind of yeah. jokingly would say to him, like, oh, shit's fucking a change, you know, whatever. And even, you know, and more joking than serious, but even the serious a little bit in with the joke, Bobby would be like, I know you, but I would do it a bit. He's like, but fucking don't, like, know that when you come back here, like, it just never, never stops. Never and you got to keep. Cause he could sense that I was kind of being like, Oh, I think it's going to fucking, this is going to be a big deal. You know, Yeah, and he was like, of course. it may or, may or may not. So keep those, both those ways of thinking open and, uh, and that helped. Um, but yeah, getting in, that was cool. And, and just to be, have that experience, whether it was, you know, just, uh, you know, seeing with just me and Sandra or me and Melissa and Sandra, all my scenes were with them. So all my hanging out was with them. So that also just getting to be more confident and being like, Hey, yeah, like I've, I'm just hanging out with people like post or pre or post show at a comedy yeah. club, you know, yeah. but they are trying to forget that they're, you know, of that stature. And, uh, so just that whole experience, every experience helps. So it's like, yeah, even if it didn't lead to like, yeah, I would have loved to Did- in some world where it's like, people go oh, and okay, it's great. And I get a really cool audition for a show and get it. And then I'm on a show right away. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. But, uh, but, uh, it's not a guarantee. You know, when you, you, know? When
0: you said, <clears throat> I want to touch about this a little bit. You said like, you felt confident when you were talking to him. Like, did, did you have a, a, a problem with self confidence, like as a teenager? Do you think that's something that has really you as a as a comic?
2: No, no. I mean, I like no. you were always a popular kid and a funny kid, and you know, had friends. Kay- and shit. Yeah, sort of yeah. I mean, just fine. I just wasn't a piece of shit, and I, well, to make people <laughs> laugh, and yeah, and uh, yeah. so people want to, uh, so people like being around you if you're doing that. If you're, and I I never felt like nervous in large groups and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for like school plays and stuff, I always got nervous. Yeah. Um but just hanging out like this always felt pretty comfy. Mm-hmm. And always felt compelled to like you know, if it was in a high school party and people were sitting around a fire pit no one's really talking or whatever, like I felt weird that it was silent, so I just wanted to like fill the yeah the gap and so we'd just start talking or whatever. So that also in any situation and whether that's like fifth grade and a fucking like Cub Scout overnight or whatever it is, I just felt like uh not being super chatty, but just trying to, like, be like, all right, so what's the topic while we're all in this in this tent together? Like, whatever, what are we doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Not point? how I would phrase it. But it was just, like, trying to, like, start hanging out, basically. If yeah. people were, like, not – or in a social circle at a party, and I still do this now, if I'm just, like, I can't sit there and let it be weird or whatever. I'm yeah. just, like, I'm secure <laughs> I'm enough to – Taking the wheel. To, yeah, to take the wheel in this fucking social moment and get us <laughs> –
0: Think someone's having sex
2: next door, but it's cool. Keep going. Well, <laughs> a guy screamed, and then she said "ow," and then he was like, "I yeah. know." So that <laughs> could, or could not seem like sure. a perfect problem. This fall, <laughs> Harrison Ford is <laughs> Ow. Jack Donner. I'm Ow. sorry. I'm yep. sorry. I don't He's know what's a, happening in this <laughs> house here. <laughs> I've got a problem with this' And it's not perfect. Yeah. Cut. Harrison, the line is. Uh, I've got a perfect problem.
1: The problem is perfect. It's,
2: a, it's the new Houston, there is a problem. No, Houston, perfect, we have a problem. I've got what a is it? Problem. I got a
1: problem. Perfect.
3: <laughs> I got a problem. Perfect.
2: <laughs> a problem. perfect. <laughs> a problem. And then somebody in the That's back perfect. goes, That is a better title.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I got a problem. And they go, They get the fired. Well, of here. cut just, me what? out of it.
2: <laughs> you know, I've been trying to do things differently.
1: <laughs> Who said that? Who said
0: that? I love that. Wait, Adam, have you ever performed uh, Stoned? Have you performed Oh, Yeah,
2: dude. The last time I did it was probably eight years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it go that bad? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'd say I probably did it like 30 times in those first four years. And probably when it's great, it's great, I imagine. A few times when I got, you know, maybe uh, a joint, just felt good and just didn't question anything. So I just like, if you're up there just not questioning and you're fearless and you're not, and you're, and, but you're, you're, you're dialed in, but you're truly just like, like, and I felt that. And it was a crazy feeling to just be like, and it was maybe 20 people at the haha. Yeah. But it was just crush, but crushing for 20 people. I was just, and I was just like, Whoa, I just feel really, you know, you just feel that upgrade in, in confidence and ownership of the stage and what's going on. And I was like, Whoa. And then, uh, didn't, but I still was like, all right, I was high and what, I, and I can't do that to get on stage the next night. But the next time it happened was probably a couple of weeks later, uh, and I was like, I can perform high, but I was too high. And <laughs> I went there, and it was just like bad news bears, and and at one point it was just quiet, and somebody just goes, "You fucking blaze, bro!" My like, <laughs> eyes were real cast, and my eyes were real cast, and then I go, and I went because it was on tape, and I remember watching it back because I used to oh ask jack God. the tape, the DVDs. And uh and he was like, mm, he's like, come on, thirty-five uh, dollars. I was like, fucking come on, man. Just all right, all right, next time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh and he was cool and was great with stage time and real helpful at that point. And um So you saw the tape? But I go, uh, yeah, so he goes, he goes, you he goes, you suit he goes, you big, bro. And uh <laughs> and I and I just got paused. That's kinda yeah. And it was just bad. It'd been quiet for it was one of the things where I was like and uh, you know, like when you go see so when you go to the grocery store, like you're like could we get some more food in here? <laughs> and, and people <laughs> a few people were laughing because they were they knew I was high and it was just it was kind of funny and then uh but not great by any means. And then it was and it was be more quiet than not, and I kept just like living the pauses, and then when I one time I paused and I remember I went I go. I go. So, uh, <laughs> uh,
3: no. Uh, I
2: did that with like, my voice, and then I just lost you're, it because I was. Because the then I saw oh, myself. Think outside of whose audience
3: is here. Yeah.
2: And then I just go, no, no no. And the guy was like, "You're, you're baked, bro." And I was like, you "No, know, I was like, you're baked, bro." <laughs>
3: and
2: then he was like, "Good one." And I was like, "It was a good one. It was a good one, and a good two, a good three, And then I just like him and i got into it and we just started like having a chat and like nothing was funny happening i was just like what are you guys doing after this and he was like probably going home and i was like hell yeah man you gotta i go give it up for homes you know just i was like sherlock and the place where you live and it was just like madness and just there's no there's no comedy to it i was just being silly and, uh, which
3: I guess is and you comedy. You're able
2: to watch the tape of it. That's pretty great. Oh, a few minutes. Yeah. 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 I can't watch it. Yeah. Well, I was up there for 20 minutes, which is way too long. Yeah. So that was the last time. And it was just like, I didn't like how I felt. And mm-hmm. it was, and I go, I wasn't in control. And, and I had the other time was way better. And I, I goes, so, oh, you know, but I still, like, I could go do a show right now. Yeah. Would I want to? No. Cause I'm not, <laughs> like, fully present. I'm not. Yeah. Really, you know, I'm not. Like, drunk or like not able to go through the motions and do it, but it's just, that's not fun. Now, I like for to me. smoke weed for me before sex,
0: guys. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I've had a girl complain and say, well, you're not present, but I feel like it's better. So, I guess my question is can comedy be better? Can it, can you make it consistently better smoking weed?
2: Also, well, let's talk about it real quick. Was that it then? Or.
0: But I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, she's like, she... you're not, you're not present <laughs> when we're having sex. Is it because? But that's you're part like, of the great well, look, thing about
2: it. Well, were you like staring? Pat, like, were you holding an iPad while you were like, what was the true thing that kept you from being he engaged? He was staring at a I like. I think a, it's just a, like
0: whenever someone's stoned, some people, someone who's not stoned will go like, "You're not really here with me, are you? Yeah, you're a victim of this big foggy drug, you know." No, I'm here, doc. It's
3: because you're smiling more. Yeah, like, no, I feel like it makes you very present. Exactly, absolutely right. Well, statistically, science oh. says that it just slows time down. <laughs> Don't do
2: that. What? Statistically,
3: you know how You're late right. it is. You just said you know how late it is. You're trying to give us
2: math homework right now. <laughs> statistically, I'm like, oh, I got to think about numbers. So, wait,
0: well, Adam, I did want to talk about also so how has your comedy changed since you started and sparked that baby up? Like, what would you say the biggest change? Do you think <laughs> like your voice changed, your style changed? Do you think <laughs> from what? Like, just from when you started, like, what was the biggest... Like, for me, the probably biggest change... Like, I I was strictly just physical comedy my first, like, two you or three years. And by
2: the way. I was just, like,
0: tripping on shit. I was like Jack Tripper. And probably influenced a lot by Dane in that way. But, um... <clears throat> and so now I kind of, you know, I don't think about it. But in the beginning, that was, like, my way in. Like, for you, was impersonations w- was your way in? Or, like, voices?
2: Uh, I'd say doing the... Uh, imp- impersonations of the uh the kids in class who's your first impersonation that you did on stage that fucking killed oh man probably uh cosby or bill clinton i did a i went to a uh church sports camp i was the only <laughs> jew and four of my best friends were going with their church group and they're like yeah it's like 7 a.m to 4 p.m you're at the beach and you do water sports and there's a basketball court and soccer field and like you hang out and jet ski and all that and then they're like there's some jesus talk and then there's a fucking lunch and there's a talent show and i was like it's so like an hour of Jesus shit. And they're like, yeah, man. Let's figure, they figured out a way, way for me to go. And it was dope. And the girl's there. And <laughs> Jessica, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. just partied all day and did that. And then you come back and fuck around a little bit more. And then you, I'd have to sit down in these circles and have the guy who runs the whole camp and like,
3: Adam, can I talk to you for a second?
2: <laughs> you know, you know, Jesus was a Jew. And you're like, what's going on right now, man? You pulled, oh, out, no. you pulled me out of a game of pickup for this shit. What's going on? I was like, come on, man. I, I literally got Burmids with like f- Four years ago, like, you know, I'm, I'm all set, you know, and he was just like, fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but, and uh, you know, <clears throat> and so that was like a small portion of the camp. <clears throat> so I went to that and there was a talent show. Here's my point of the story. There was a talent show and our talent show at one point was just me doing a bunch of voices and basically making up a play. And the other four dudes, I would just, I would sit in the back and be like, and then Kermit the Frog said, <laughs> hey guys, um, so he's, uh, so, I, I, so look, who's sleeping on the futon and who's sleeping on, and then like one of the guys was like lip-sync that. Oh, he lip-sync was like Kermit. Was I was like, and then Bill Clinton showed up and was like, hey man, I feel like I, could, I should get the futon, you know? And I would just do <laughs> oh, like God. all these, and then Splinter That's genius. An then would be there, and I did like, you know, and then Spooner was in the corner. I mean, it wasn't as just like, and then Mike Tyson said, wait, were you was, making it all up? Yeah. Yeah. But wow. I was just making up a story being like, and then Mike Tyson walked over to the fridge and was like, who took all the yams? Did you take the yams? And then Kermit, and then, you know, Kermit like, and he, you know, he fucking loved Kermit loved his yams, you know, and then whatever. <laughs> and i just fucking some crazy. And then it would always get real, just real perverted. And there's a <laughs> lot of dirty sex shit. And then, the, and then the guy who At was like, Jesus Hey man, uh, can you?" Uh, uh, not uh, can you you know he had to come over and be like dude do you, yeah. he, just, he stood in front of the curtain at one point and goes and that's the show <laughs> like have we done Kermit that's the show. doesn't need to fuck Bill Clinton in this sketch no it wasn't it. that crazy but it was just like <laughs> it was again like but it just yeah an, impro- an Im- Im- uh, improv exercise and that's so uh, that was again another like early thing where I was like hey, <laughs> if you can get your mics up to
0: Who's playing right now? By the way, someone's look. playing piano at one a.m. in the morning. Right I, now, I
1: would love for this just to be the score of the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sh- Wait, bring it down. Make Wait, it emotional. Yeah. Let's let's Wait. make
0: it a little emotional. Do you have something to talk about though? We well, have to you the, the, the Wait, for the future. Yeah, there's a. Dang, there's a very it's kind beautiful. of beautiful. It's almost like the incredible the end of the Incredible Hawk
2: piano music, like walking yeah, down the road with a backpack. Anyway. Oh, um, yeah. The son with the backpack. <laughs> what was the whole... Yeah, what happened? I haven't seen the end of that. Thanks for fucking real <laughs> <laughs> You haven't seen the end of the Hulk where the kid you walks
1: with the
0: backpack Hulk. hitchhiking? The what
2: was he doing? Hulk, the original Hulk from 1970s. I haven't seen it. Did he hitchhike?
0: <laughs> would, he, would, he, would he hitchhike the, the original TV show? Well, you said he gave a thumbs up. I think he would, like, hitchhike he, with his backpack. He, he, was, he was looking to fuck dudes.
3: Let's be honest. The, uh, that was, was 100% what was happening just He just
2: need to get out of
3: away from people, right? Whatever the town. He just needed to leave.
2: Yeah. Oh, because nobody understood him, huh? Yeah, because he's the Hulk. <laughs> he's you like, know. ain't Hulk nobody Spanish. know so, um, about me. <laughs> what if you saying I mean, that? You could also sing too, right? <laughs> the, the little kid's walking away. goes, <laughs> and then and you it, just it. cut to a short, a shutter on the front. And he goes, don't nobody know about me. And then you're just like, oh, this is how the movie's ending? Just <laughs> little kid Hulk being like, and then it goes, and then it goes to be can <laughs> Don't.
1: Saying the Hulk becomes a singer, he just sings, yeah, randomly and it's at the just to be movie. continued. But then oh. they show like a
2: trailer for the next movie right yeah. after. What and if he the sings end the the whole
1: end credits music?
2: Mm. Dude, <laughs> yeah, there's something going on. People miss messing up piano, like, song is just the best. You yeah, know?
0: especially
3: when you get like that was true the way through anger. Wait, hold like, on. So I think
0: close. we have to. I think we have to get this train back on the tracks for a second. Dude, the train <laughs> has, has left. No, dude, not even left um, the station that <laughs> takes trains to the station. You now, by the saying? way, are you it's getting? Are bullpen. you getting texts from a friend? Are are you are you single, or married, or what? Are you, I'm not. Married, let's not talk about I have a it. Girlfriend, you do have a girl. Yeah. I think I met her. Ooh. You might um, have. Oh, do you do you find it it's hard to have a relationship in comedy? Is that thing that is just sort of overblown now? Um, She's did, not a comic though, right?
2: Thing. She's not. Thank God. Um, I don't know. It's it's great. It's just if you know, I like uh, I like being with her a lot, so <laughs> that helps. And also, uh, you know, at some point you just gotta. I don't know. Not be. Um, there's a button. Not, not be a dick. Yeah. Not. Um, I don't know. Not have that. Be what fills your uh, your thinking so much, you mm-hmm. know. Man, I mean, it's so easy to uh, to to just be wrapped up in like, you know, trying yeah. to make out. Well,
0: look, <laughs> I always feel like when you're when you're on the road, or whatever. When you're on the road, and and you want to be, you have a girlfriend. The options are either you gotta drink yourself into oblivion, you gotta do drugs <laughs> yourself oblivion, or you gotta. Uh, be a fucking nerd you got to be a nerd and sit around and read and play a uh, ouija board or because if you, if you do anything <laughs> else like if you do anything else other than Those be complete crazy. nerd being monogamous is is
2: very difficult yeah
0: and you're a married man justin i <laughs> yep. mean I I, I I in town it's easy but on the road it's just like the second i check into hotel i'm like i want
3: to fuck anything right now well you have access to porn now though i mean mm. you really do and beyond that, you also are in a hotel room. If, if you're getting laid on the road, then you're doing a good job. Like most comics I talk to aren't necessarily getting laid on the road no matter what.
0: Really? And they're yeah. trying to?
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Adam's good looking. Statistically. Yeah. Statistically. Thank you.
0: Now, Adam, do you feel, do you feel that you uh, have like maybe – because you're obviously by any metric a good looking dude – you, I would even say that you're a sex symbol, Adam. No. Nope. But you have the... My mom's
2: have... friends from Templewood, though. <laughs> Kathy Shivitz, <laughs> no, as a as bone. Adam Kathy, Adam, Kathy... I know you're listening to this shit. As You've a You've been a looking Jew? at me weird sometimes at Temple Functions. You're like the That's Brad Pitt say. of Jews, let's <laughs> be honest. Not true.
3: Okay. Totally, totally. I would, I would so, concur with you on this. <laughs> so my point is, but you were a fat kid. Yeah. Do you
0: feel like... Do you, do you ever think about, like, I'm a Food? fat kid at heart? Or like or do you look at yourself and go, Oh, I'm a I'm a good looking man. Or glow, do you feel I, like
2: you're like Do you know what I, I, I don't mean? No, I don't think uh, yeah, I great guess the question ugly, Yeah, ugly I wish I got Syndrome. that heady with life, but uh <laughs> No, I never I, think I mean, of that shit. No, I, just, yeah. I don't I mean yeah uh, yeah, you're asking if I I look in the mirror sometimes and go There you are. There you are. <laughs> hey, fat look, fat look at me. you, young fat me. You're good. Are you hitting on me, old me? No, no, no. Chill,
0: chill, chill. <laughs> By the way, let me tell you about porn. <laughs> hey, fat Adam. Let me tell you about uh, how this is porn 10 yeah, years. Man, no, I, I, a kid yeah. with
1: kids. A
2: kid
0: with kids. <laughs> Dude, who stars in that? Like, I think there's a lot of people with, like, ugly <laughs> ducklings. Like, Dane's a good example. Like, he had, like, acne. He was kind oh, yeah. of fat and weird. And and then he became Figured a movie star out. at some yeah, point. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a weird. um. What, what's uh, what's next for you in terms of like what do you, what are you looking at like like is acting a fucking bugaboo for oh, yeah. you is it
2: all comedy or no no think- no I'm I'm um man I'm editing a documentary that I uh, shot and funded and and um can you uh, say what it's about oh sure dude so this um through a uh, family friend of uh, mine from or kid I went to college with, and her family uh, introduced me to a a guy named Brian who's a physical therapist and crazy guru, stretcher, make you feel better, made me avoid back surgery by three days of stretching type guy. His brother, (laughs) who I met, Doug, uh, at 17 jumped into, he was uh, going to... um, Uh, Harvard Law and ended up being a huge criminal lawyer and was freak athlete in in college uh, or going to play in college and uh, 17 jumped into a pool in New Jersey to save a boy who was drowning and hit his neck on the bottom and paralyzed. Oh, hey, guess what? The boy was faking drowning. And so Doug... Uh, is paralyzed from neck down and uh, no feeling in his arms and, oh my God. and very, very moving Brian quits uh, law school his brother and starts to pick up this trying to better his quality of life and in the hospital and helping him just you know get life and his spirits up and then doing these things with his neck and weights and hands and trying to get him like his upper body strong and 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 um, and uh, his dexterity in his hands and and just fucking rehabbed him and uh, got him. And then and then they're like, dude, and he's like, a year from now, is the Wheelchair Olympics, and we're going to get you in a year from the injury when he's in the hospital. He's like, I'm going to get there. And so they got there, and he fucking won and became a world champ and gold medalist. And then on a Wheaties box, one of fucking, what, 36 people on a Wheaties box ended up doing these public speaking tours. with uh, It was him, Michael Jordan, uh, Muhammad Ali, Mary Lou Retton, Bo Jackson, Joe Montana. And, uh, he's always, you know, and became just, you know, a huge deal. And then when we finished and did the criminal uh, law and, um, anyway, Jeez. just an amazing story. Yeah. And him and his brother, uh, just a fucking character, Brian and his mom was like a spitting image of Brian. She's 95 and we went there and we got all these interviews and, and, um, uh if i was at the helium uh in philly and so i brought some buddies out who shot a bunch of sketches for me and was like let's uh take my sets on the weekend and then let's get four days of stay here and and, and interview all them and then because he I had all these pictures with him and the clintons and Barkley, just all these people uh-huh. on this wall and all his accolades and you know such a big deal at one point and uh i was like do you have photos and video and he proceeds to show us a couple hours of shit of just all this footage of interviews and news stories and carrying everything and and him with all the public speaking thing and and I was just like oh there's a do- like there's, there's a doc right there. here like with all that stuff any yeah. good doc has all that of archival footage the to help footage, yeah. fill the story so now when you're getting them talking brilliantly and articulately and ri- with a lot of like they're such characters of themselves and uh and so likable and then you have all this footage. And so now I finally got to a, a buddy who's cutting me this uh, sizzle um, to uh, then go to my friend's folks who got some cash and know them too really well. And when I told them about that, I was going to do it. They were like, keep us posted. We want to fucking. So I'm going to probably get more money from them and then go maybe shoot some more. I want to now get the ending with Doug being, you know, maybe entering another competition at yeah. this age, late 50s or um or him speaking, just some some uh, structural structural closure to like yeah. what he's doing now and after, you know, something that's like a or maybe it's building to another competition. Ideally, that would be dope. But just getting the money to go do that, maybe get some interviews with some of the athletes or uh, doctors. It might not need more than that. But um,
1: do you plan on doing more directing stuff after? Dude, that? it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
2: fucking for sure. That's awesome. That'd be cool. Now but, were you were you in, so that's are you in the I'm, documentary or are you, you're just by no, the, I'm just the whole time? Directing and oh, very cool. asking all the questions and doing all that. But anyway, that's not that's just what one thing I'm working on, but that's not coming out. I mean, maybe maybe uh, you know, once I once we get the money, maybe finish it and whatever. But this guy crushed this. This sizzle, man. It's like it's so cool to see it, like actually come, uh, yeah, come together amazing. a little bit. Um, I mean, I'd watch that
1: shit. Jesus. Oh, definitely, it's great, great man. Story. That's I'll, like an, that's like an already,
2: Oscar nominee.
3: I was already completely.
2: Did I do man. a good job describing I mean, it? I couldn't believe it. Was it was funny
1: how the piano fit in too oh you know did it I mean? they was it made up to hear like, the piano that. Oh, no. yeah. and you were telling perfect. this heroic story was I was captivated yeah it was I, really
2: ho- I really hope you finished hope yeah finish no, that. I'm falling Sad through with that it. and then my album's out called Read yeah. the Room it's on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play thanks man and then um on a cartoon called She-Ra on Netflix that DreamWorks does. And then there's a new show uh, on that comes out that's uh, Seth Green and the uh, Robot Chicken guys and, uh, and Meyer and Adam Pally and Tony Hale. And it's a, a filthy, like, claymation medieval time show. It's like yeah. a dirty Game of Thrones, but it's all claymation. And I play <laughs> Seth Green's brother, who's yeah. like the dude Do you bag.
0: think that if if you had to, like, chop off a limb of your talents, like, if it was acting, stand-up, or voiceover, do you think, do you think there's one that would, like, Satisfy you the most, like if you had to if you had to pick one, because I mean, obviously your voiceover so your vo- voiceover work is we haven't really touched upon it. It's it's extensive, man.
2: Like you, have yeah, I've got to do a few cool things and yeah. Uh, but I mean, stand know, stand-up, You can't you can't face nothing stand-up, replaces stand up, yeah. But like yeah, voiceover pays most of the bills, and I really love. But it's not. It's just a different muscle, and it's a different you know, stand up. You just can't beat. There's just too many things about it that are exciting, you know? Yeah. So when you do voiceover... And nighttime too. I think I'm more of a nighttime person. So yeah. most of the other work happens pre-sundown. So it's like... And you can't
0: really improv your, your voiceover
2: stuff, right? It's kind of... No, you same. can, yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially for did some Robot Chicken stuff. And that was like a ton of that. Yeah. After it was very... I mean, the writers are great. So like a lot of scripted... Um, you like know, they hire attention. people
1: that can riff intentionally? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, any good... Comedy, I think, wants I think, that yeah. if they if they know what they're casting. I, I've always heard voiceovers because I've
0: never booked any. They they say once you're in, it's a very small circle. It can be, yeah. I mean, dude, there's guys. What was that, your first break in the voiceover? How that happened for you? Someone just said, "Hey, I like your voice. Make a demo." No,
2: I just no. I've got some found some shady ass manager. <laughs> who my buddy just dropped because he. he <laughs> I remember he tried to get me to get his kid's guitar tuned, and I was like. I went to go meet him in his office and he's like, hey, you play guitar? I was like, I mean, kind of. I, I got one in college and I fuck around on it, but I, I don't know if I can really play. He's like, can you get my son's guitar tuned?" And I was like, yeah. Is that, do, do you get, I think he said it was like an audition you had for me? He's like, no, I just if you can get that guitar tuned. I was like, oh boy, I'm going to go back home to Seattle probably. Oh my God. And uh, and so uh, so that was awful. But he, but he got you. In, anyway, in so room. that was, he got me the uh, put me in touch with somebody to make a demo to then get this voice of agent, and then that's how at least just started. Yeah, but, um, I did ADR work for Bruce Willis for uh, a couple of years. Wait, and that you was, did like, his the voice? Job. Yeah, so, so the you ADR. Do a pretty good. That's how I meant. No, I don't. I was just I was able to like mimic his voice a little bit. Let me hear. But I, Let me hear a little bit of that. I don't. I mean, it's not even an impression. It literally was like listening to a. I'd listen to a bunch, and then I would just like immediately do it back. But it was a lot of like really breathy, like you know. You should maybe get off that couch that <laughs> uh, pillow's too close to you <laughs> like just really breathy light stuff but but it's not like a it's a real specific voice even there'd be times where I would like read a line back and they'd play it back and be like dude that's fucking great dude you sound and then at one point they even said that he said I sound more like him than me and I literally <laughs> would listen to it and I'm like that doesn't sound anything like him all i hear is my voice you know like you get to a point where you're like oh yeah i think i did like imitate that well or i did you know like you can hear it and i'm just like that is not close and they're like this is so good dude and i'm like it's not you guys are dumb this is not you should not use this and i remember i did this monologue for him in a gi one of the gi joes and i remember uh watching it and i was like it literally just sounds like I was just like, it's, hey, what up, Bruce Willis time. Like, you know, it's not even, and I just, you know. So, what? again, great example, and you don't know. Yeah, well, know. Dean Edwards,
0: like, all Dean his Edwards. bills got paid for by doing Eddie Murphy as a donkey uh, in Trek. So all those commercials, when it's cartoon, that's, donkey, gonna, and Trek, I, that's I, all I Dean Edwards. I'm going
3: to disagree with Adam, Ooh. because I saw the same work he did. He was great at it. and. I do a ton of voice matching ADR work and if you do it right like Adam did yeah it's unnoticeable Dean, and he only hears it cuz it's in his head
2: yeah Dean but. is the man by the way
0: yeah he's great man but his his you know his Eddie Murphy thing like that's the gift that keeps on giving like 10 years later like it is hey Eddie Murphy yep he's not around can you do this it's nice, to, it's nice to have a perfect mimic of an, irre, an unreliable actor. Yeah. <laughs>
1: think a lot of yeah. Unreliable,
0: irreplaceable. Are there other actors that you kind of like uh, sort of ADR for or you could no. do? Or anyone, yeah. anyone you like, I can do this person. <laughs> like for me, the closest <laughs> I could do is Matthew McConaughey just because it's my beautiful it. accent. I mean, I, all right, all right, hold on. You know, the thing like about high school girls, I keep getting older and older, they stay the same
2: age. Cut, Matthew. The uh, the line actually was, "What? Hey, do you guys know where the pool hall is? Hey, y'all, y'all play foosball? No, no, no po- pool hall. I, you I, actually made up that. Actually, was that actually was you, not the character, <laughs> saying that thing about girls? And uh, no, we shit, did record man. that. We will probably be sending you some <laughs> paperwork. No, you can't just make noises, Matt. It's uh, <laughs> that's not going to get you out of this predicament.
0: Uh, so, is there one that you naturally feel like you sound like? Sally Field, probably. Yeah, I was going to say that. Maybe a little, You sound like Adam Sandler sometimes. Right? Sally Maybe Field, ready? Adam Sandler, right? Maybe, yeah, I'm to.
2: sure, yeah, yeah. Sally Field, ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, give me <laughs> a <sec. clears throat> The whole time, the whole time, the whole time, I have to go. We have to go. I have to go. We're leaving. I'm going.
3: Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, That's wow, perfect. that was good. Oh, yeah. Wow.
2: Here's another Sally Field. Ready? (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire, will you join us?
1: Uh, That was pretty good.
2: So, look, a lot of comics are going to come on this podcast and go, I do a Sally Field. Yeah. You're going to be like, I I bet you do. I'm not going to make you do it. To be honest, everyone is doing Sally Field now.
0: It's like, Walken, Nicholson, Sally Fields. Hilarious <laughs> if it was. Mary fuck, <laughs> Mary fuck, kill. By the way, and then we'll wrap this up. What's
2: your Mary fuck kill for that?
3: I you mean,
0: in Who was the other one? You you marry Nicholson because he's about to die, soon you can get all his money. You kill walk-in because he's crazy. He's on the boat with Natalie. And bro. then you, you 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 fucking marry Sally Fields. Marry Sally Field. You marry
2: Damn, he might have nailed it. You did know it. Can I tell you a really quick Nicholson story? Yeah, it's a Laker game. Got to be in that little area in the back thing, this old bar where they hang out. It and go to the bathroom where the bathroom is like a door there and a door there, just right next to each other, and then a little hallway. And then in that hallway, there was in the long hallway part, there was like a cutout for a little wall and a chair to sit there. So you walk in, you're standing against a wall that's just facing the two doors for the bathroom. Make sense layout yeah. wise. So everyone's there, Nicholson's sitting in that corner, right? So people were waiting in line in the bathroom. He's sitting there in the chair, just kinda like in a corner that's basically almost look like looks like the bathroom attendant, but he's just a guy in a corner, a creepy guy in a corner, sitting there with the shades on, holding a coffee cup. Everyone's in line. Clearly it's him. You're staying there looking waiting to go in the bathroom, but everyone just wants to be like, What up, dude? what uh what movie are you seeing and he's like we're at the game you know <laughs> and uh and but one guy was in front of me and he was shit faced, and he starts fucking freaking out that jack's there and he's like hitting his butt he's like Fuck. and jack's starting to see them I, I start watching him watch these guys plan their their uh, entry into his you know brain yeah and uh and then one of them just goes goes to the bathroom and so the other guy's there and he goes what's up jack <laughs> big, big big fan and, and he was like thanks <laughs> like that and then he goes what are you doing man hey, B, what are you doing man and then Jack goes oh, dude I'm sitting right by this guy he goes what does it look like I'm doing drinking a fucking coffee <laughs> <laughs> just chilling in the bathroom drinking his coffee chilling in the bathroom what are you doing what do you think I'm doing you're looking right at me man and I just wow. kind of laugh and he goes "Ha, feel that right and he's just like hmm. <laughs> And then the guy goes in the bathroom and then I went over and I was like, dude, and I was fucking, you know, big fan. Went to, you know, an acting school, like you you just you're you're great, man, you know. And he was like, I appreciate it. And he was like, You're an actor. He goes, Never stop it. And I was like, Cool. Whoa, that's cool I to like, hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause he could have been a fucking total dick. He'd be like, go back to fucking whenever. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. I tried to be real brief and I just felt like telling him and I was like, Man, a lot yeah, of your stuff is cool. like really, you know. Been inspiring and, and, uh, and like never stop it. I was just like, was a very direct, like, yeah, not even like a dude, just keep at it. Like, you got, there's highs, there's downs. He was just like, don't quit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's right? All it is. That's, That's all it is. Yeah. This life is
0: just fucking, but also, he
2: doesn't, it's like, you know, what is that based off? He hasn't seen, uh, he hasn't yeah. seen me play the cowardly lion in the fifth grade. <laughs> maybe he has, and maybe that's why he said, or maybe he meant to say, "Quit, stop." <laughs> but never, he just, you know.
1: Oh, he meant like, "Don't, you mean you don't quit. quit, don't yeah, quit. yeah, don't <laughs> don't, don't, quit. don't quit." Oh, you're an actor, don't quit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, throw a comment in there. So, do you, do you uh, Adam Ray?
0: Yeah. Great is there a podcast. place where is there is there a place where you land? <laughs> Do you look at? Do you have a thing where you go, man? This is where I've landed because you just talk about the grinding going on. That's yeah. what it is. But is there a moment where you will think I can stop and just chill for a bit? No, no, it's not. A, it doesn't exist. Not happening. Like there's no me. thing that you you grab a ring where you go. No. Okay, now I can just fucking go on vacation. No, no. Yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. But there's nothing in your head even even you could imagine like a, a like a. I don't know an Oscar or a, a huge massive square garden or is there something that like oh, okay, you kind of
2: don't know no just addicted to it all yeah want to just keep uh it's also I just I I don't feel like I'm at my best or I don't feel good if I'm not trying to just improve actively yeah improve and, and just you know for lack of a better word create but just just do I just you know but and I mean, keep and yeah. and it, and it just takes a minute to get you know on your feet and and whatever even if it's you know successful or not but just like into the habit of doing something to that you dig and whether it's a podcast or stand-up or writing or whatever and um and so just getting to that place to where it's now become like second nature and knowing how tough it is to get motivated and whatever and it still have a lot of times when it's uh you know like anyone to tough to get you know uh after just the monotony of whatever settled in even though you feel like you are growing and you're trying to challenge yourself but um uh needing uh just needing to be stimulated in that way with whatever it is that that yeah. I am trying to uh and, and you know there's just so many I've not enough time in the day and I don't sleep enough but um but I you know I don't know I just feel like I and the comparing thing, like, everybody does it. I think there's some value to it because I think it does, like, can ladder light a fire. you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just want, there's a certain point. I want, like, what Sandler has where you just got so much, you've done enough great stuff to where you really have, like, control to just be, like, let's go to your buddies and be, like, Got any funny ideas? Do you want to make that? that would, remember that the we thing we used talk can we to talk about? Try to write that. Try to write that. Oh, you're are you great at doing that. Oh, cool. I'm in a, I'm in a position to make all those things that you want to do. We'll do that. So yeah. every couple of years, let's do one. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be in it maybe or whatever or vice versa. Yeah. And then you just yeah. got your buddies and you go, well, come do this thing. Are you kidding me? That's the – What is uh, what else would you want to do other than that? Yeah. And they're always in like a cool
0: country or Hawaii. Like he's just like, hey, let's. We got a reverse engineer movie that
3: takes place on a fucking island. Yeah. Yeah. His next six movies yeah. are just places he wants to vacation. Yeah, it's exactly. Genius, yeah.
1: Which is yeah, you're right. It's absolutely genius. And people go. Sandler is the underrated auteur of the era. You totally. Know? Like he's totally. going out and making his own films with his own vision. Yep. Yeah. In a comedy sense, and nobody, nobody really And he's really Also, yeah, about like
0: he on, on the on the low, he's got these amazing acting chops too. Yeah. Yeah. That will come out every once in every couple of years. You'll see movies like, damn, that movie's like really good. Like twenty.
1: At impactful movies it's crazy. tons yeah. yeah so that's also, yeah this is a good paradigm to look at man yeah.
0: yeah I know you've been here for a while
2: yeah I gotta bounce we, we, you is get that cool you yeah. Got
0: early na- yeah of course but dude you, you I mean I could talk for hours so but
2: yeah but I think we did that <laughs> yeah we accomplished <laughs> we a lot
0: we'll see how long it is after we, we have
2: anyway are, for edit um, are we gonna edit
0: are we gonna this five? hour 30 early, bro oh great that's fine yeah. right how yeah, long I do you usually do no it's great I mean yeah it's perfect man Cool. Uh, anything, you, any, anything you want to say? <laughs> anything worth yeah, the kids?
2: There's, there's Barney, and there's Barney's. There you go, guys. Remember that.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks, go, Adam Ray, thanks. and but Justin. What's Justin Ruppel.
3: Justin Ruppel. Sign off from the afterlife.
1: It's the after laugh. After laugh. Welcome to the after laugh. After laugh. After laugh. After that, man. (laughs) Go ahead, pull up a chair.